We're back for another episode of Stream of Thought, episode number 83. And today, we begin by talking about Victor's comparisons between experiences and acting. And yeah. what does it mean to have just, like, a freaking decent experience? <laughs> what does it mean to have <laughs> what, a, what me- will a lead decent to a disaster? A really great experience and just a really disastrous experience. It's like the oh Goldilocks. Gosh, it, it, it is. That's what it is. Really? And then we transition a little bit. We talk... Uh, what do we talk about? We you mentioned something that the kids are doing these days. Oh man, we talk about condom challenges, bit, you know, and whether or not kids are fucking stupid. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and then we we round it out by talking about uh, uh, some of some of the athletic uh, personalities in our purview. Perhaps yes, with uh, John Cena a his, little more than meets the eye. You know, yeah, John Cena being a actual person, The Rock, like as insightful, a insightful individual. And it's and, surprising, uh, and when you see when you get to know someone's personality as opposed to their persona or character that they might play. Who are we as people? Yes, exactly. So with that being said, episode number eighty-three, Stream of Thought. We hope you enjoy. So I brought a couple of things for you to look at, so you just have reference of what I'm talking to talking about. Well, visuals? Of, uh, you brought visuals to our audio podcast? Yeah, a few right. things. So, I finally finished with this student film I was doing. Which has been an extremely oh rewarding an and positive experience. Really? I have nothing but like good it... things to say about this this one, this particular film. Super professional. Super, oh, super. So this is different than the one that you had professional. done before. Yes. So oh, let me start with this. So, okay. Which fucking... Uh, just, I'm not going to get in a bad mood right now. Let me... I'm just, just, I'll get, just back, get to that in a second. So... I I obviously told you some information that couldn't be publicly made known, um, and in our ghost uh, yeah, episode, yeah, of in a ghost thought. episode of Stream of Thought, and I do this film, and it was really great. I was there Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and part of today, and Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Saturday were all, you know, near twelve hour, near twelve hour days of shooting. Now. This is for a script, I'll show you, that is about 11 pages long, and it took three and a half, actually it's, it's four entire days of shooting, because the last half of today they just did with models, they didn't have to do with any actors, they just had models that they were using, but for example, that by the way is what a script is supposed to look like. I'm like, dude, I would know exactly what's going on right now. Like, the, I, can, I can visualize. With the action lines and the, and the way that everything. Well, it sets the scene. It tells you what Here's the, one with less notes on it. But this is the other student film that I did that only took four. It only took about five hours to shoot. And as you can see, it's only about four pages long. Now, the funny thing is I printed it on the back of some other things. So that stuff is irrelevant. But you can see exactly yeah, yeah. what things are supposed to so look like. These are these are the the standard yes. practices yes. where it doesn't just include di- the dialogue, it also includes um like sounds that are going on. Yeah, the action lines. So action lines. Yes, exactly. Te- so technical terms. So and then on top of that, I also get an email um the day before with a call sheet. 
And I'm like, oh, okay, this is cool. And I look at it, I'm like, wow, this is a this is a professional looking call sheet because I've seen one before on Empire and stuff when just stuff that like the ads have in their pocket. Now, I wish I would have. Oh, I did print it, but I left it at the on the set. Now, as you can see here, they email this out every day the night before the next day of shooting. Look, they even include the weather forecast. They include the sunrise, sunset, where the nearest hospital is, the location, everyone who's involved, cast and crew right here. Look at this, right? So, so you can what scenes are being shot. Super professional and extremely oh, organized. Wow. All of these are college students. Doing Wait, this. that's a that's a college. These are student college students. Yes, there are approximately uh, look what, at two dozen different uh, categories. I'm going to show you right here. So yeah, so you have your um, yeah. All we don't different. we don't need to talk about no, but, details, but, but look at this total crew, 28 people. Wow, wow, that is somebody who knows how right? to organize their a, shit. And this is when I did this Moon Miner film um, for 28. I mean, 28 people one day. Uh, just again, super professional and super positive experience. Now, granted, a lot of the time I was just waiting around doing nothing, but that's the name of it. Like, that's well, comes yeah. with the business. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, what very, were your roles in these? Uh, well, I'm going to show you. I have pictures. Oh. So I have a few pictures that I me, took for me. you. Oh, okay. And I took a picture of the set and a couple of the props and everything. <laughs> and uh, just this, the spaceship. I'm doing no one any good by showing pictures over an audio right. program. So, yeah, I know, seriously. But that took about 100, about he said, like, probably around 100 man hours to make. So, this looks like um, if the uh, Star Destroyer in the Star Wars Episode Four were uh, built inward as yeah. a sphere, it's a got geometric all the, dome. It's a geometric dome that has a very... Um, Technology-looking interior that is. Uh, they took pieces. Each. They took like old, like pieces of technology. So like the insides of computers and like random shit, and just glued it on, and then they spray painted it. And so, in addition to all of these, the this pieces of technology that look like the uh, Star Destroyer or something like that. Uh, there's also lights that yeah, light up LEDs. all over the interior. And I'm like, I'm looking at this right now, which is a shot from a distance, but. If this is filmed... There's another without... close-up. You should swipe through. There's a... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean... R- oh, my God. The detail in this. It's like they hand-glued every single... Yeah. Like, they took apart a hard drive, glued it to a triangle, glued that triangle to their spherical yeah. object, and made this just All the triangles impressive. fit together. All the triangles are fit and taped, like, glued together. So that it ends up looking like a sphere. And it's it's remarkable. I'm looking at this right now, and I'm just blown away. This is, uh, yeah, you got, you got your, yeah, you got your, your, uh, processing gears, stuff like that that you see on the inside of hard drives and stuff like that. And it's all hooked up. And a lot of this stuff has lights attached to it. I'm like, damn, are these these people, like, engineering students or something? Tech tech people? I don't know. They're all students. That is remarkable. Did you see most of the pictures? Did no. you see this one? No. Okay, I'll show you the. I'll, sh- I'll show you. <laughs> show me. Show. show I'll me, show, show you the audience. later. Can you use your words to yeah, like describe exactly. to to enlighten? But it was cool because pictures. it's like I, it's like everything's being shot out of order. Like we're doing one scene. Like we we would do one scene over and over and over. They change the camera angle. We'll do that scene again. 
or like we'll do one scene a certain way, a wide shot. We'll do, and then we'll go back and do like it's just completely out of order. And then the next day you do the same scenes, but the camera angles are. It's just like completely. I don't know how people directors can direct films because this is an eleven page student script, oh, and yeah. this is like it was great because everything about that set and about the um, just the overall vibe. You know, yeah. from everyone yeah. and the individuals. I totally experience what it would be like to work on a professional stu- major studio set. Everything is just proportionately smaller. Yeah. It was amazing. Catered There's food, tight ship. What? Yeah, catered food. Yeah, one of the, the one of the producers. Her sister was visiting. The line producer. Her sister was visiting who's a professional chef, and she would make the food, and they would bring it in, and would always get like snacks and candy in between. And everything. And it was pretty funny because this is the first experience, too, where they're like, hey, is there anything you need? Like, can I get you anything? You need some water? You need some tanks? I'm like, no, I'm good. Like, I'm okay. Okay, well, let me know if you need anything. Like, I'm right here. I can help you out or whatever. Like, no, I'm, I'm perfectly fine. And it was funny because it almost it, it almost got – it did get to the point where it's like the, the best analogy I can come up with is like if you're getting into a car and someone's like, oh, no, 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 no. Let, let me buckle your seatbelt for you. It's like – I can do this on my own. Yeah. And then when you, and then when you're getting out, I'm like, what? No, no. Uh, Watch your head. Don't hit your head. Don't hit your head. I'll get this seatbelt for you. Okay. Now give me your hand. Give me your hand. Give me your hand. Okay. I'm going to close the door. Okay. Are you okay? Everything good? (laughs) Yeah. I'm totally fine. I'm totally fine. That's a great way to sum it up. Like I would be sitting here eating something. I'd have garbage, right? (laughs) The garbage can would be literally eight feet in front of me. I get up from my chair. Oh, no, no. Let me get that for you. Let me get that for you. Wait, I'm like, who, dude, who, who did this? Just like, who? there's there's one person in particular, and um, super generous, very Wait, accommodating. Tell me, who, what, what, what was this person's role? Was he just hanging out at the set? No, there's, but hang on, let me finish. Oh my God. But um, it was, and the other thing that was really funny too, was because um, uh, the other uh, actor uh, who was acting with me, like I'm, I'm a minimalist. Like I don't need much. Like I, I just give me the bare minimum. You know what I'm saying? That's why we're such good friends. And, uh, but there would be the guy's overalls. Our overalls would sometimes be flying over our shoulder, and so we'd have to get it taped or clipped. And for me, after a while, like I after a while, like it sometimes just wait, wouldn't, wait, it wait, wouldn't wait. work. So, so. They had a guy to throw away your garbage so you didn't have to get out of your chair. But they no, didn't have like the a proper, specified person. It was, just, it was just people. And I don't know <laughs> if maybe they're right. taught this. Like, I don't know. But I just felt like I wasn't uncomfortable, but I was just like, I can do this. On, I can like, wipe yeah, my own ass. Yeah, well, it's uh, – and it's that one – for me, when I experience something like that, yeah. I have experienced things like that, I think to myself – isn't there better ways for you to be spending your energy right now? There needs to be a happy there, like, balance. Like, yes. Like, I understand uh, being polite and courteous to yeah. people, and it's a great way to build positive, like, yeah. cred. But, I mean, if it comes to... No, 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 no. Sit yeah. down, sit down. Let me throw that garbage out for you. Yeah. I-, I feel like there's probably something better you could be doing with your time. Because yeah. that, that's, that's just my attitude. There's... But, there's that's a difference me. between even you know, if the garbage is eight feet away. There's a difference between like oh, shoot I, it. or like there's a difference between like oh here I got it for you. Like oh no, let me like almost like I was gonna get hurt on the way to the garbage <laughs> can type of thing. Yeah, the difference yeah. between like oh I got it and uh, oh no no let me get it for you. Let me get that for you. 
You know what I'm saying? That was. Well, that I feel. Exactly I thing. feel like that's kind of the posh treatment that I feel like a lot of. Yeah, but I don't. Big I, name actors yeah, end up experiencing. But, but here's the thing. It doesn't make me feel like a normal person. I just want to be a normal person. That, you, you know damn, dude, you better get used to that. But here's that the thing, is though, the life because the other be actor, living. back to the overall thing, it would slip off. Yeah, and yeah. We'd duct tape or sometimes try and clip it. But the thing is, we'd be sitting down, and it would so it'd still come off, and the tape on my thing would become undone. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm I've been defeated. The tape is winning. This is not like I I just need to just put it back and kind of adjust it. And the other guy. Great guy. Could you always be like, hey, um, I, we need some more tape over here. I, I mean, my strap keeps falling off. I'm just like, just do, fix it yourself. Just fix it yourself. You know? So you had... But, well, um, well, okay. Was was that was that a response be, due to the environment? Or was that a response due to just an asshole being an asshole? No, 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 no. Just the environment. Okay. Yeah. No, he was not an asshole oh, at okay. all. No, okay. he was totally cool. Yeah. But from my perspective, I'm just like, I'll just rather... Like, it was... It was almost like the thing where it's like, I have the ability to just receive a lot of attention, so I'm going to take advantage of that ability. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, yeah. It's like me. It's like, if I need someone's help, I'm going to ask for it, but I'm, I don't want everyone at my feet asking me if I need anything or if I'm okay. And when it gets to that point, too. But it was you, still, again, I just want to say, like, it was a, not an ounce of negative experience. This is just an observation. I'm not saying this bothered me or I'm complaining about it. It was just... An interesting observation and first-time experience. Well, the fact that that a s- such a small production crew could actually accommodate yeah. people who are just—I mean, yeah—pretty random. It on, gets honestly, better, though, like, right. it get it gets better. Okay, go on. And um, because the first day we get lunch, we start. We're there. Everyone's there about nine nine fifteen. We start shooting like ten or eleven. We don't take lunch till about three three thirty, and we go until like eight thirty or nine. And so we're done. And the bathroom setup was weird too, because before I get to this part about lunch, I have to explain the bathroom setup. So we were on an empty floor in an office building um, that uh, the director was able to utilize. Right. So it was a, a just a, one floor. Yeah. Of was it a? It was like was half. It, a, was it was it like a, half the floor because the other half of the floor was occupied by. An office. And then up and down were occupied, too. It was like an occupied building. Yes. Okay. Yes. It was just one floor. It was a floor that was used to, um, like, the headquarters for somebody that was running for Cook County Assessor. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Okay, so, gotcha. Um, so the bathroom is in the hallway, right? You yes. have to walk out the office door into the hallway where the elevators are. But the weird thing is, there's only one bathroom with two stalls. Not a men's room and a women's room. Just one bathroom with two stalls. For an office complex. Right? And you had to have a key to the bathroom. Right? There were two keys available at any given time. But once you got in, you could lock the bathroom door. Which was weird because, like, I don't want to lock the bathroom door in case someone else is trying to get in. But at the same time, if I'm trying to take a shit, I kind of don't want a woman to walk in. And I feel like if a woman wants to take a shit, she doesn't want a man to walk in. So it was like weird because I would walk in the bath. I walked in the bathroom because it says unlo- it's unlocked and someone's in there. I didn't know, but then I hear someone tinkle. I'm like, that sounds like a woman peeing. I'm just gonna jump into the stall right next to the stall they're in, and hope we don't walk out at the same time to wash our hands because that would be really weird. Mm. So there's mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. So what I'm getting is. Mm. 
Bill, the other actor, had gone into the restroom after when we when we took a break for lunch to wash his hands or go to the bathroom, whatever the hell. And I'm waiting because he had locked the door, right? So I'm out there waiting for a few minutes because he locked the door. Then I go in, go to the bathroom, wash my hands, walk out. Several minutes had gone by. Nobody's eating. And they're like, talent, get your plates, get your plates. I'm like, oh, my goodness. Everybody was waiting for talent, the actors, to eat, to grab their plate first before everyone else could eat. And I'm just like, I am so sorry. I didn't know this. Like, please, I will wait in line like everyone else. Like, you don't need to wait for me. I'm so sorry. And one of the guys, I think it was Michael, was joking around because I said this the next day, like when when we were talking about lunch. And I told him all this. And he's like, yeah, we were... We were sitting here, kind of like, "What? Where's talent? Are they? Are they eating? Like, what, what, wait, what's going on? Like, because we're we're hungry. Are we? Well, we gotta wait for them to eat first, get their plates first. And eat. Wait, where'd they go? Where, what, what's going on right now? Because when I left to go, like, someone was like, "Oh, wait, where are you going?" I was like, "Oh, I'm going to the bathroom." Oh, you're wait, you're going to the bathroom right now? Yeah, it's lunchtime. I'm free to go where I need to go. But they were like, wait, why are you going to the bathroom? Because they were thinking like, wait, we all need to eat. And you need to make a plate first before we can get our food. Uh, so I'm like, again, I, huh. I'm i just profusely apologizing. Huh. I'm just wow. like, I didn't know. I'm so sorry. Like, I don't want, I don't, I'm just a normal person, guys. <laughs> I'm just a normal person. Don't, don't hate me because I'm beautiful. Yeah, don't hate me because I'm beautiful. <laughs> Wow! Oh my goodness! Yeah. I'm like reflecting on that right now because I I would be I would be equally embarrassed if I was in that position. I wouldn't know. I mean, like because I, I knew there's a hierarchy when we were extras. Well, the extras eat last, but I, in my brain, it's because it's because you know the the cast and crew need to get back on set first. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. there's a reason for that. But I didn't know that it was like went so high as like actors first then the crew then you know extras if we had any extras i was like i, I was like i said no, guys I, th- I thought we were equals i, th- I thought we were equals, <laughs> I we were equals. <laughs> yeah that's your first mistake yeah. in show business no one is ever equals well and dude i mean that is even for a small like student budget film yeah. for them to sort of have that i think it's a good thing for you to experience early on yeah because the shock was going to come sooner or later yeah. where you start moving up in the ranks and you don't realize you're moving up in the ranks. Then suddenly you're still like, wait, yeah. I get to eat first. Like, yeah. and I had to take a shit except it's on the yeah. next Marvel Avengers movie. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. you're like, Oh shit. No, it's so, cool. Cause yeah. again, it's super professional, like took away a lot, really happy with That's every remarkable. moment that I was there. The director, Chris, uh, extremely well organized and very, um, just like the ideal person you'd want to have directing you very positive you know would never get upset about anything uh, but or if he were there was something that needed to be changed like he was he was he was either neutral or extremely positive never yes. was he ever like upset or mean or like anything like but it that. also sounds like he knew what he was talking about yes too. he knew exactly like, what with he the was number doing of takes too. that it sounded like yeah. he had to take for a particular scene different camera angles it sounded like he was and they're very... all too and him in particular especially just like would take a moment like Hey, you know, Bill, Victor, hey, thanks again for doing this so much. I understand it's long hours. I really appreciate all the hard work you're putting into this. I'm like, oh, just, oh wow, like, thank you. You know, there's always managers or people like that that just take a moment to just be appreciative of your presence. It's like, thank you. Thank you. But So, wait. okay, now looking back at these multiple experiences at this point, like really good experiences and, like, 
Yeah. Really uh, not yeah. so good experience. So, Moon Miner. Like, how, how are you able to – do you feel like moving forward now you're able to distinguish when you yeah. read the initial, like, whatever, what a good yeah. versus a bad experience could look like? Yes. You can – and I'm sure there are more to come. I'm sure there's going to oh, be yeah, a situation no, uh, where I'm in a, I'm in learning, a film and I'm just like, I can't wait for this to be over. But I can you name a couple it. of the things that you like look – like just things that sort of stand out to you as so, things yes, that yes. would be better So, for than example, uh, Moon Miner, written and directed by Christopher Rohrbeck, Rohrbeck at Columbia College in Chicago. I have nothing but positive things to say. To sum it all up, it was – it and it felt it was a professional set, and it just so happened to be a student film. Hmm. You know everything. Mm-hmm. Like I said, sum it up. Everything. Could that, you tell, everything could that you, you can tell that, that heading in though? Could you tell that? No, you were I didn't know that. Positive? When I went really? to when I went to the read through, I was like, oh wow, they're putting a lot of effort into the um, into the set because none of the equipment was in there yet, and I totally did not expect the. I mean, yeah, we'll feed you, we'll buy you lunch or something, but I did not expect the. Uh, catering I, service? The exquisiteness of everything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, Mainstream, written and directed by Matt Albertini at DePaul, this was a, something in between because um, this was a crew of maybe like five or six people, and it got done in about five hours, and it's only about, this one was only about five pages. As opposed and, to 11 pages. And it was cool. Yeah. It was cool. Like, it could tell it was a student film. They were they knew exactly what they were doing with the cameras and the equipment and everything. Um, but it, it felt just like that. It felt like a student film, and it was great. Whereas Moon Miner, it felt like a professional film. You know what I'm saying? But again, Mainstream was a lot of fun. Good, good time. He was always just free to uh, encourage us to try new things. Which brings us to our next, which I will not name. <laughs> this is the one I was referring to before. <laughs> I was waiting for this moment to arrive. This is the one where not only is it all the way out in Bufu uh, Uptown, which just may as well be in Evanston, you know what I'm saying? It's just so far north. It's really like... Three for yeah. four miles, but in the city, it's yeah. just forever to get to. Um, but this is the script, all right. I'm going to, I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you the, I'm gonna show you the, like the second and third page. I'm not gonna, I don't want you to see the first page because that has the notes I was talking to. But for example, this. Turn the page. Oh dear God! Right? Oh dear God! I'm looking at this already. Oh, you're kidding As me. opposed to this. Or this. And when I say this is, I'm showing you, again, the scripts. Because the scripts are supposed to be written for for the eyes to easily go from the top of the page down to the bottom of the page with as much ease as possible. What am I looking at right now? Like, I'm looking at a page of, like, setting the scene, but that doesn't look any different than, right? the, than the actual conversational lines that are put later. Because the Holy title cow. of the characters are all the way to the left, and underneath that is their line, which... Oh, my goodness. They need to be in the oh, middle, yeah. so you can uh, just you easily look at you it. You cannot tell... Oh, my, wow, this is horrifying. And, it right? is. It, it, it looks like somebody just sort of, like, had... had. Put it together... Last minute, the the night before or the morning that it was due. Yeah. That's what it looks gosh. like. And um, so, fuck, that was a nightmare. Because even though I would be, like, today on the set, 
of Moon Miner. I was there for about t- two hours before I before I was even used. It's like be here at nine a.m. I'm there. I know I'm going to be standing around for an hour and a half or two hours, but they want you know got to have your pieces organized. Whereas, but they were busy and they knew what they were doing. So I, I was like, I don't care. I'm having fun here anyway. Whereas this. Be here at five o'clock. Didn't get start till seven. They don't really know what they're doing. They don't really know what they want. I could pick up on that really easily, and I felt like I was my time was being wasted. Yes, I was doing nothing for two hours, but my time was being wasted. Whereas also here, I was doing nothing for two hours, but I respected the fact that they were extremely well organized. They knew what they were doing, and I didn't mind being there. There's a method you know to saying? madness. Exactly. Well, and dude, do you get a chance to view the scripts? I'm assuming before you sign up, right? Like you get a chance yes. to like yes. read, yes. read, yes. read yes. the scripts yes. ahead yes. of time. Yes. Like I'm, no, looking, I'm looking. I'm looking at these three different ones right now, yeah. and I can tell like good, better, yeah. and avoid. And the at and, all costs. yeah, because you get maybe just one page, and then when you when they choose you, they'll send you the whole thing. Or sometimes they send you the whole thing right off the bat. And actually, Matt had contacted me on, like, Friday or Thursday saying, like, hey, Victor, I'm shooting an, another sh- a short. Uh, like, a real, it was only just, like, one or two pages. I'm doing a short. It's with two characters, but I want to have you play two characters, and it'll be edited so it looks like you're more than one person, like Parent Trap style. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, oh, I'm really sorry. I can't. I'm actually in the middle of another project. I won't be able to make it. I'm still going to be shooting. Otherwise, I totally would. Like, please let me know the next time you have a project in mind. Because I would have loved to work with him again. Now, this, going back to the first student film I was doing, the uh, one that's just terribly organized. <laughs> this is what I was talking about. Remember when I said to you, the first read-through, they were just like, okay, do we... Okay, so what are you drinking? All right. Um, let's change that to... What are you drinking? Where are you from? No, no, no. What are you drinking? Scratch out where are you from? Where do you come from? And then we'll add what? No, no, no. Okay. Are you alone? What did you say? And it's just like, fucking A. Are we going through every possible combination of questions? For an freaking, like, I think it was an hour we spent doing this. She's like, are you kidding me? Oh Look at, see here, the original line. Oh, you're warm. How long have you been here? Okay, now, no, we're just make it, you're warm. How long have you been here? Okay, all right. Um, hmm, now this and that and that and, do you not speak my language? No, no, no. What? You don't speak English? Yeah, we'll go with that. And instead of saying, I want to hear your voice, just say, say something, like, you need to figure this shit out before you start wasting everyone else's time. As the writer, you need to perfect every little word that you want said so that, no, we don't have to come back and change it. Wow. Wow. Well, and I'm even, telling you, man. And like, I'll say this. Even with Moonminer, though, Chris a, a few times was like, hey, let's try. Let's. I want to maybe add a line right here. That's fine. Let's add it. But it wasn't like going through, changing every little thing. I totally welcome spending time to figure out like, hey, maybe let's change it here. Now that I have you in front of me and I've heard you say this page, I want to try changing something or maybe just adding or taking something away. Maybe it works. Maybe it doesn't. Okay, moving on. Whereas this one was like, 
we just really just hacked away, and it was just. Oh my, I'm already getting worked up. You can well, see. I'm just I mean, done. dude, I'm like, done. you can. I mean, that, that pretty much sums up. I feel like the experience, large and small, in the industry yeah. is that you have even even at the highest levels, you have those directors who, like, you, people know they're going to have you do exactly what they want you to do yeah. and give the exact performance that they want you to give. You have those producers that don't know what they want and are going to just keep having you do it until it feels right. There's and a, then you have those producers who are like, been through it before and can like work yes. and like use the person's attributes as opposed to their own personal eccentricities yeah. Yeah. and what they want to see. And it's cool though because uh, like one word that I was described during Moonlight was just collaboration, right? Right. Um, because the last thing you want to do is micromanage, right? Because it's just a huge waste of time. And it was cool because I would be delivering lines a certain way or Bill would be delivering lines a certain way and Chris would be like, cool, but for here, let's go for this. So like, I want you to try saying it this way. I see you I see you here being more this rather than that. And it's like, oh, okay, I'm totally, again, willing to try that out. Long story short, totally willing to just do whatever someone wants me to do if it's just an open-minded collaborative environment rather than like being puppeteered. You know Mm. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But my goodness, dude, I am still loving the journey. I'm still loving every moment of it. To, to experience both the, uh, the highs and lows of something like this, bro, I, I can't tell you how lucky you are to have this happen early on in your experience. Cause I feel like some people, some people only have, like, the negative experiences yeah. where it's like, this fucking sucks. Why would anyone want to yeah. do that? And then you have the people who have just really positive or, yeah. or at the very least neutral, like, this is kind of good. And then they get hit with, like, the yeah. the slap in the face. Yeah. And it's like, oh, shit, like, it can get this bad? And I'm sure you haven't experienced bad yet. But, no. like, to, <laughs> right. know, to know that there's a spectrum that exists and, like, how that appears. Can you imagine being time? in, like, a super just the minute you – do a cold read. You can tell it's going to be a long ride, <laughs> and you're contractually you're contractually yes. obligated to sit your ass yep. there for the next three or four months. Oh my! You God. know what I'm saying? Yeah, learn it early, man. Yeah, <laughs> but um, it was cool because I got again the true experience of like, yeah, a majority. You know, ninety percent of the time I'm just sitting there yeah. waiting. And the other 5%, it's rehearsing and collaborating, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sitting there in the seat, and then, like, very small fraction, the camera is actually rolling. Yeah. But what was cool was, like, you know what? I'm sitting here, and no one ever complained, which was awesome. No one was ever complaining. Like, everyone just, the days were long, in the and we just got through it. In that yes. Or yeah. in all of them. Yeah. No, in all of them. Well, I'm talking primarily talking about Moonminer because it was the one that was the longest, like, the real production, yeah. the real deal. But, um... I realized, like, you know what? I've spent, let's say, of the nine hours I was there one day, I probably spent six of them, I don't know, just waiting. And the other three actually, like, on the set doing certain things. And I was like, you know what? This is not the glamorous side of the business, but it's still really fun. And then, here, look at And in this movie, it's not like I do this... Because I want to be seen, you know, I don't, you don't even see my face in this movie. Mm. That's a picture that I'm showing Rick. Oh, okay. 
Yeah. Right? I put yeah. that mask on, but it was still really Wait, fun. Wait, that was you? Yeah, that's me next oh. to the building. Okay, so he looks like a, a member of the Blue Man Group if he was a construction... Yeah, but I have a welding mask. Broker. I have a yeah. welding mask that comes over my it's face. A, it's, a, it's a white... Uh, what are morph those? suit. Morph suit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, with, with so get this, right? I with, see that, okay. With the morph suit, I have to put the morph suit on. Because you normally see them at, what, college football yeah. games? Like, yeah. in the green, like, yeah. dancing around, yeah, right? the faceless blobs, <laughs> yeah. like, jumping around. So, I'm like, that was you. Yeah. Wow. So, you look like a faceless blob. So right? I have the morph suit on, yeah. and I'm just wearing boxers underneath it, right? And I have the yellow... Like, By the way, for anyone overalls. who doesn't know what morph suit is, Google it. Yeah. <laughs> so I got the yellow overalls on, which when I'm sitting... This, the rubber or vinyl, whatever it is, it doesn't let your legs breathe. So all this body heat is just collecting. So when I would stand up, I would get all this heat coming up. And for the first, for a few minutes, I was like, where's the vent? I thought of, there was a heat vent I was standing next to. <laughs> and I was like, what the hell? But then I, uh, it even covers your hands, So right? it's a full body suit. It's a single, yeah. single piece? Yeah. Wow. So the second day, I finally realized that I could cut the fingers off, you know, so it's easier for me to, like, use my phone or to eat some of the snack food. And what I'd do is I'd take just the, the face part off, you know, pull it over my head. And um, Were you dressed this way the whole time? Yeah. Oh, wow. I wouldn't take it off until it was oh, done. Oh, my. Okay. And then wow. I had to really choose how, how thirsty Buried was the I. Lead. yeah. How thirsty was I, you know, because you got to take the whole thing off to go to the bathroom. And, oh, damn. and then I realized like the second day that there was a, um, a portion where, uh, you know, where your penis could come out with a but a button on the rubber, on the rubber or the yellow rubber suit. Yes. And so then I went into the bathroom and I opened it up and then I cut a hole so I could take it out <laughs> and easily relieve myself. So I was like drinking more water and hydrating more because the first day I was like, this is a pain in the butt. I have to really like choose how thirsty I am. Right. So, and, <laughs> do you know and it was anyone funny. else? No, but this is, listen, because also, oh what happened God. was one day they wrapped me. They were like, hey, you can go ahead and leave. Um, we're just going to have another person use the morph suit because they're just going to be standing doing something. And the next day they were like, oh, we saw you made some uh, adjustments <laughs> because someone had to put it on, yeah. you know, because they only needed to do like, <laughs> they, used the same yeah. they only needed to do like a couple things and they didn't need me to spend the rest of my time there. Yeah. And uh, yep. so and they, found, like, they yeah. found your penis. Yeah. And then someone else is like, and then someone else, <laughs> what is this? someone else was like, uh, hey, did, so did you cut a hole in the back too? And I was like, no. I didn't not, do the not yet, anyway. If there was a flap for the yellow vinyl, like <laughs> a, like the old school, uh, yeah, like the, the old Ma- school, the Mario um, Brothers, yeah, uh, something like that. I totally would have cut a yeah. hole then if yeah. I had a, a flap in the back. A back flap. Yeah. Yep. But I did it. Oh my god, that is hilarious! Right? Somebody else had to put that on. Please tell me you wore clothes under that. I only wore boxers underneath it. Oh dear God! Yeah. Oh, wow. So you're rubbing uh, dead skin But I don't know if the other person, though, maybe only put on the top. I think they maybe only put on the sleeves because I think they were just doing inserts of a close-up of, like, someone's arm. They found your penis hole. Like, they they put on the whole thing, apparently. That was very funny. Wow. Um, So no one else did that because they... They probably wouldn't have... I was the only one that had to do that because uh, no one else had a morph suit on. Like... Oh, oh, no one, no else, one else had, had to wear the morph suit. Yeah. Oh, oh. So, and did you tell them you were going to mutilate their suit before you did no. it? Or did... No one's going to wear it afterwards. It's just going to get thrown away. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
But yeah, <laughs> that was my experience for the last wow. three and a half days. That is delightful. Yep. So, what was it that you uh, you wanted to bring up? Kind of starting challenge. What is it? The condom snorting challenge. Condom snorting? Snort, snorting. Snorting. Snorting? Snorting. What the hell's that? You snort thing, a condom and pull it out through your mouth? Yeah, dude. Who fucking invented this? The kids. The internet. The and same the, group the, of kids, the kids that ate, of the internet. The, ate, the same group of kids that ate, uh... Eight Tide Pods. Tide Pods. Yeah. The same group of kids uh, challenging gun reform. Now those group of kids. <laughs> yes. There was a fucking hilarious cartoon. It was kind of... It was kind of... Um, I could see how people would be upset or offended by this. And several of the Parkland shooters, uh, shooting victims, actually uh, responded uh, saying that this is a horrible cartoon and you should, like, protest the author. But I actually kind of find it, found it funny. Is that you had you had this, like, rotund... Uh, teenage kid who had his mouth foaming, a Tide Pod like half out of his mouth, and a, con- a condom like in his nose, like half in his nose, saying, "Let's talk about gun reform." Uh, that's <laughs> just, I looked at them, I'm like, "That yeah. is pretty you know, funny." You know what? Like conservatives aren't often very good at humor, but that was objectively, objectively setting aside my personal beliefs. I laughed. Like I thought that that was actually like very clever and funny because really kind of snorting challenge and eating tie pods. Like, yes, like we are that stupid and horrible. Like the worst of us are bad. Like we're bad. Uh, but it's interesting though, because people were talking about like, the condom snorting challenge, and and this was like this huge thing that all the national media kept talking about. Turns out that not too like after the whole Tide Pod challenge thing, where a bunch of YouTubers and internet personalities were like, "This might be fun to do," and then there was the media backlash of of like people who are influencers on social media are just parasites, mm-hmm. and you should avoid them. Uh, so. Since then, you haven't really seen anything that's, like, viral in that sort of sense, but you heard this stuff about the condom snorting challenge, and it turns out that most of the videos that were going uh, viral were, like, three years old. Like, three or four wow. years old. So they happened long before the Tide Pod challenge, but, you know. So on another note, my phone gave me a little bit of a scare today. Really? Because... The your your old school yeah so because claimed was new because the um the brightness was all the way down like I couldn't see anything yeah unless I like went like this I could see it because I was like crap it was it was almost it was really weird but it kind of I was like crap am I actually gonna have to buy a phone because I can't use a phone that I can't see. Well, yeah, but it it came back to life after a few hours, so I was just a little bit scared of that. What what caused? I don't know. It, I don't know. Nothing. It's old. Wow. I don't know. Wow. I just don't know. You really do need to consider getting a new no, phone. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get a new one until that one's totally dead. Again, it's one of those things where you go back to once you realize the beauty of simply just. Improving, up- yeah. upgrading your life just a little bit. That's true. You can find that life becomes so much easier. I bet. Yeah, but whatever. It's all good. So, what else? <laughs> what else? I got nothing. Really? Because I did 
about. Uh, are you kidding 30, me? I was bouncing I did back and forth. Thirty minutes Don't of talking. <laughs> I was a constant and consummate. I bring up something like the condom snorting challenge, and here you are <laughs> having to take a, a ghost intermission and restart, <laughs> the, restart the conversation. No, I had to make sure something got done. We've Listen, been here the whole time. We, we all, <laughs> we've been here the whole time. It is crazy though how uh, the flow yeah. matters. Yes, flow that is very true. Is so important. Flow because, is extremely important. Like for me, like a flow of warm air that could come through the Midwest instead of this through your your super suit. Oh yeah, the super suit. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, but yeah, like I think to myself, I mean, you get into this sort of um, rhythm, rhythm. Yeah, a rhythm. Why not? And there's this productivity that I feel like for me, I become super productive when I'm on, like when I'm on that train, when I, when I'm on that steam, yes. steam engine, whatever, yeah. steam, steam engine. <laughs> I'm really, I'm, I'm in trouble with words right now. Yeah. Uh, but having to shift gears, I feel like is a very valuable skill to have but not necessarily one that we're trained to accommodate. Shift gears and maintain the productivity level and maintain productivity well, ability to shift gears back. I mean, I think to somebody as, as, um, as commonplace as Chris Hardwick, where he's able to take whatever his guests are like giving him and adjust accordingly. Speaking of Chris Hardwick, uh, have you listened to the John Cena episode? No. It's really good. Really? It's really, really good. He's been making the social media. He's in a movie. Yeah. That's it. He's in a movie. Yeah. What movie? He's uh, in some sort blockers. of blockers. Blockers. That's right. But it's not. It's just I. I'm listening to the episode. And I was like, I've always known who John Cena was, but I was like, oh wow, like I get to understand. I get to know him as a person rather than a persona. Oh yeah. So it's like, wow, this is really interesting. He has some very insightful things to say about life and just work and everything. Now, now is he the type of, like, rock-type figure who yeah. is very charismatic yeah. and still yeah. also... He's like that... the new generation of, like, The Rock. Kind Wait, of. new because, generation? I, mean, I thought they were about the same age. Well, The Rock was... So, The Rock is from, like, the mid-'90s, early-2000s, right? Because you remember he kind of transitioned into movies early-2000s. I don't remember. No. Okay. And now he just kind of does the movies. Whereas, like, John... Like, so they have... Oh, their careers overlap. You know what I'm saying? John Cena and The Rock. Within WWE, right? Yeah, I think so. But he is... So at the time, like, The Rock is probably, like, one of the more one of the more famous wrestlers that you know of. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So is John Cena The Undertaker, right The Rock. Yeah. John Cena right now is probably more, one of the Cena. more famous. Yes. Also because of his, like, the longevity of his career... But listening to the um, podcast, you realize, like, how much he really loves wrestling and, like, and why people remember him and not, like, the shortcuts he takes. And, like, he's always thinking of, like, the audience and putting on a show and, like, all these little details that go into into uh, solidifying a place in the wrestling world. Okay. Interesting. It's really good. Do you think that he is going to become one of those ne- next like popular figures well it's funny because chris hardwick asked him like oh do you think you see yourself transitioning into like movies i can't remember what the answer was but um but 
Does he have the personality to become a public spokesperson in the way of oh, the, for rock, sure. the rock? For sure, for sure, for right sure, now. for sure. Because listen to the episode and you will immediately love John Cena. I was okay. like, wow, this guy is really cool. I am a fan now. Interesting. Uh, you know what? Yeah. I will take that recommendation. Yeah, yeah. it is good. I, it's one of those things, too, where you don't expect a person like John Cena in the same way that probably a lot of people starting out wouldn't expect The Rock yeah. to be as, um, I don't want to say articulate, but as well-grounded, I think, as a person could be being in that sort of, like, yeah. realism, reality show type environment. Yeah. It's like, well... It's, it's like, oh, this person is more than a character. Yeah. Oh, they're a person. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what you look for. And that's, dude, let me tell you, when I listen to the Sunday morning, like, politics shows mm-hmm. that they have, the Meet the Press and the This Week with George Snuffleupagus. Snuffleupagus. The thing that frustrates me the most is the disingenuous nature of just, like, be who you are. Like, be a person. Yeah. Don't. Don't tell me what you think you want me to hear. Yeah. Like, I want to know who you are. Like, that's good enough. But it's weird because I think, you know, social media and uh, the the celebrity industry is kind of like that, too. It's like, you got to be what everyone wants you yeah. to be. And when you have those opportunities, and that's what I appreciate about Chris Hardwick the most, yeah. is that he's able to, like, make people be authentically themselves and, like, remove that mask, however, like, mm-hmm. thick it may yeah. be. But John Cena, that's it's really good. Surprising. He makes some jokes. He's a funny guy. It's like oh, he makes man. some jokes. Really, yeah. I heard he was like he was he held his ground in in cock blockers or blockers yeah. or whatever the fuck. Yeah, like, blockers. It, there's there's a fucking pen. Yeah, yeah. On top of the blockers, I think it's evident. But uh, it's he makes a joke saying like, "Yeah, but you know if if you if you you know." Take away the dramatic storyline. Take away the audience. You know what I do is pre- he says I'm like what I do is pretty ridiculous. If you if you take everything away, it's just a bunch of guys. Like imagine a bunch of guys in a ring in underwear fighting each other in an empty arena without any cameras. Like that's what I do, but or something along those lines. But yeah, he makes some funny jokes. He has a lot of just insightful. Um, just he's very insightful. It's really fun. It's a very wholesome, genuine podcast that i think i'm gonna have to save so that i can listen to it again fascinating hmm are there any other because i'm trying to think of like isn't it weird you have the rock and i mean now you're saying john cena you're you're vouching for john yeah. cena so yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, i'm vouching I'll, for john cena i'll, I'll, I'll for take sure. your vouch like i trust you yeah. enough to take your vouch you have anything else you want to add? I'm good. I don't. All right. as, you're, as you're already sliding away from the table. Yeah. Well, I'm just all talked out now. Bro, man. I know. All righty. Until next time. <laughs>